Hello and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Hunter Hodes. And uh, my apologies again for not posting up an episode uh, yesterday. Um, just another long day. Um, I've also been coming down with a little bit of a cold. Um, <clears throat> first it was my throat, but then that went away. And then, of course, it spread to my nose. So now it's just my nose that's been really stuffy. So if my voice sounds different, that's why. But um, I'll, uh, this episode will come out tonight, and then there will be another one tomorrow. But... Um, yeah, so the Penguins, two games, like I said, this week, both unfortunate, very disappointing losses. But before we get into both of those losses, um, that dropped the Penguins to 6-5, and five. Um, please follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Uh, keep subscribing on Spotify, Apple. Uh, just go to podcasts on your iPhone or <clears throat> wherever you get your podcast. Uh, keep giving me reviews, um, all that good stuff. But... I guess let's just start with the game against the Panthers, and that was, I think, um, I wasn't watching that game. I was, I watched the highlights of it. That was definitely, I think, a frustrating game. But I think the Tampa game was a lot more frustrating for Pittsburgh. Um, Florida, um, that weird first, I think that was a weird first goal by Murray that was allowed, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was. I think it like bounced off, uh, hit Murray's blocker, then like bounced off his back and in or something. I think Murray after the game called it basically a fluke goal, but still he has to save. And usually Murray is um, pretty hard on himself, but I mean that it's good though. It's good that he is considering he's very good when he's on. Um, I thought he played uh, fine after going through some of the highlights. Uh, the goals that he gave up, I don't really think were too too bad, but I mean. Um, the Penguins did come back to tie the game right after that goal. I, I think, yeah, T- Teddy Bluger had his first goal um, of the season. Was that Teddy's first goal of the season? I believe it was. Oh, no, sorry, my mistake, folks. It was his first goal came against Columbus, but this was Bluger's second goal of the season. Um, nice passing play. Uh, Bobrovsky uh, had no chance on it. It was just a nice pass to Bluger, who tied it up. Panthers, of course, took the lead 2-1. to one. Um and then uh, 3-1, the Penguins got a goal back. Patrick Hornquist notched uh, notched another goal uh, for him. He's been uh, really good to start the season. That's a really big uh, step for Hornquist. Obviously, you want him to be way better than he was last season. I've lost track on how many times I could say that. Um, I think that was, yeah, his fifth goal of the season. Uh, they cut it to 3-2, and then the Panthers um, put an empty net goal to make it 4-2. Um Penguins, they're just, they're really feeling the injuries right now. Like, that five-game winning streak saved a lot. You know, those were 12, I mean, those were 10 massive points that Pittsburgh gave, that got, and they, I, mean, I don't know why I'm stuttering, 10 massive points that the Penguins got in the early parts of the season with all those forwards out. They are going to be getting some reinforcements back, I think, for the Stars game with Bukestad and Rust. I know uh, Rust is eligible to come off the IR that game. That was his target game uh, this past week. Um, I think Bukestad has a chance to play that game, so... But still, they're really feeling the effects. Um, I thought Sergei Bobrovsky had a really nice game against the Penguins. Um, and you don't really say that too often when you think of uh, Sergei Bobrovsky and a good game against the Penguins considering he gives up an average of like three to four goals per game when he plays the Penguins. Like I think that was the only time, one of the only times, excuse me, that where I've seen him give up two goals against the Penguins, two or fewer goals. It's not, it does not come around very often. So um, that was kudos to him. He played very well. Um... Um, I thought Barkov had a strong game for uh, Florida, um, but you, you're always going to get that from him. Alexander Barkov, one of the most underrated players in the league. Um, who got their goals? Uh, Jonathan Huberdeau. Yep, I, I said going in with my preview, I thought Huberdeau is going to be a big factor. He's one of their best players. Dennis Mulgan, who I saw some tweets during the game. The, 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 uh, the guy who um, – someone had a funny tweet. I'm trying to think of it. It was basically like – uh, the guy who tries to call himself Evgeny Malkin, but it's Malkin, not Malkin. Um, Noah Chari had a goal, and of course Frank Vetrano scored as well. Um, 
Also, the Panthers were also missing. Um, I did not say my preview. Aaron Ekblad was out uh, with the game. I think it was an illness, but um, they were missing their top defenseman and their second uh, line center with Vincent Trocek. But still, they got the win. They got to four and two and three. And yeah, that, that pushed the Penguins to uh, two losses in a row. Um, I said there really isn't too much more to take out of this game. They just the Penguins need to get healthy, man. It just it, it needs to happen. Uh, you know, and I'm going to talk about that with the Tampa game. And I saw a lot more of that Tampa game considering I was following it a lot more on uh, Twitter um, uh, than I was on the, the game before since that was game one of the World Series. I was out with my friends. Game two, I was following a lot more. Uh, game, during game two, I was following the game a lot more considering the Nationals had already taken home field. But I still got to watch some highlights. But um, uh, Sidney, Sidney Crosby, you know, he, he still had a fine game, I thought. Um, you know, you're, you're always going to get that. Uh, from, from Crosby and uh, Jared McCann, yeah, Jared McCann made his return to the lineup that night. Um, which was which is big, you know, that it's big that he is coming back. Um, you know, uh, Brandon Tanev is is playing fine. Jake Ensel had a very strong game, two assists, uh, both uh, two assists on both Penguins goals. Yeah, he's just he had four shots on goal. He's 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 awesome, folks. I don't know what more else more what else more needs to be said about Jake. Um. Especially that goal against Tampa, but we'll get to that in a in a few seconds. But uh, yeah, just this loss is just a whatever loss. Um, I thought the Penguins for the most part played okay, um, but you know what? It's just it's hard to like really evaluate this team when there's so many banged up. And also, of course, folks, Brian Dumoulin missed this game, and you cannot under underestimate how much he means to Pittsburgh. Um, you can see it these last two games. You can really see it. Um, it's just. The way he plays with Tang, the way he plays in the defensive zone. I know he doesn't bring a lot of offense to the table considering he doesn't score a lot, but you know he still pinches very well. He can he can keep the puck in the zone. He's really good defensively. John Marino, I like all all respect to him. He's he's who he's played better with next to the Tang. Not a top pairing defenseman, folks. <laughs> like that's uh that's saying yeah. I mean. He's just not, and you know, and of course that forces you know Jack Johnson, Eric Branson to play more, which is never good. And we'll get to them in the next segment because I have a lot to say about that in that game last night, considering I saw all those highlights about that game. But yeah, just in whatever loss, um, I figured after the game, I still thought Tristan Jari would get this start against Tampa, and uh, yeah, that's probably what I'm going to lead off of with the uh, with the next segment. So yeah. All right, so the Penguins, uh, they played Wednesday Night Hockey in Tampa Bay against the Lightning, and they put, I thought they put on a very strong performance. I actually went back. I watched a lot more of the game. Um, I think um, my friend sent it to me through a site or something. I went back. I watched a lot of it. I liked a lot from what I saw from the Penguins. Um, I know they got hemmed in their own zone a lot. At times, it looked like a Tampa power play at even strength. But wow, uh, they, they really brought it, uh, especially when the Penguins went down in that final minute. They brought it. Um, of course, you know, let's get into that review of the goal. I was at I was at Sharky's a bar in Blacksburg when I saw the replay. I was looking at it. I can see why people think it's a goal, but folks, I just I don't see it. I, I just I don't know if it's conclusive enough to overturn that. I don't know if that puck is all the way across the line. I think that's a little bit of a lucky save by Vasilevsky. Still a good save. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, he got gloved it. But I think Latang, I mean, Latang, I think he literally said after the game, I think he basically echoed what I just said. Like, yeah, he got lucky. I shot it right into his glove. He, I think he was exactly what goes, I need to roof that. I mean, he's right. But, I mean, what can you do in that situation? There's so many bodies around the net. So, um, yeah, I thought it looked like the Penguins almost sent that game back to overtime. And, 
man, did they need that point. It looked like they were going to get that point. But, you know, Tim Peel, uh, you know, uh, saw, loves to uh, call the whistles in the final five minutes. He gave the paint, Lightning two power plays. Um, I thought the the first call was a good call. I thought the second call was a little weak, especially, I mean, really two and a half minutes left. I mean, actually, no, I think it was like two, yeah, two, two oh five left, actually, if it was whatever, if I'm not mistaken. And I remember I tweeted, uh, I was at I was at the, the bar, and I was like, the Penguins are totally going to give up a last-minute goal to, to, without getting a massive point, right? Yeah, they, 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 they definitely did. I saw that coming from a mile away. I got a couple responses like saying, LOL. Like I'm like, yeah, I knew it. Because, you know, they, they do that sometimes. But, you know, don't take a credit away, you know, from Tristan Jari. Uh, he was spectacular. Um, I saw some of the saves when I was watching that game back. Wow. Um, I think Lightning put up, what, almost 50 shots on goal. I think he had 45 saves out of 48 shots, if I remember correctly. Um, Penguins gave up way too many shots that game. Uh, they were they were trading chances a lot with the Lightning. But the Penguins also put up around 36 to 38 of their own. Vasilevsky played really good, but... Um, yeah, Jari, he kept them in the game. He he almost stole a point out of that game. He should have stole a point out of that game if it wasn't for Jack Johnson and Eric Goodbranson. Let's just get right into it. I mean, come on. The, the Penguins are up 2-1 going into the third period. I mean, we'll get to that Brandon. I mean, off of that Brandon. I mean, let's just get to it now. The Brandon Tanev goal um, uh, to, to tie it. I mean, wow. Uh, that was... Uh, that might have been Brandon Tanev's goal of the of the, his career. Uh, just he circles the net, basically trying to find a pass, and he cuts to the net, roofs it, top cheese over Vasilevsky. That was one of the sickest backhands I think I've ever seen uh, from a Penguin player. That looked like Sidney Crosby's backhand right there. I mean that, that and that's high praise considering Crosby is one of the best backhands in the league. And then um, I hope the uh, I hope you Simone haters are are loving that are loving that what he did. Um, in that game because uh wow uh that's not that's gonna not make them pretty happy uh, because he had this beautiful pass Crosby falling it, he I think he looked like he got tripped passed it to Crosby who f fed a gorgeous pass to Gensel boom 2-1 going into the third period the Penguins are putting in a hell of an effort and then like I said I know I got off a little track let's get to the third period um Jack Johnson what the heck are you doing going for a hit uh, behind the net there man I mean you know, the, the hits are just one of the most overrated stats in all of hockey. I know, well, you know, he got, he got five hits in a game. Who cares? That usually means, like, you don't have, that means you don't have the puck. He just had such an awful game. And he played 24 freaking minutes. He led all Penguins defensemen in ice time. I do not understand why this is happening. Like, like I, I, like, Here's what also I'll say. He seems like a nice human too. Great person off the ice. Great teammate looks like. But God is he bad at this sport. He's just so bad on the ice. And it just it, I cringe when I watch him play. Because he makes the most boneheaded decisions I've ever seen. I, it's just. Like I saw a tweet from uh, uh, Jason. Uh, J-A-S. Uh, uh, I can't remember his ad. Uh, shout out to you buddy. Uh, you're one of my favorite Penguins followers on uh, Twitter. Basically, what he said. I mean, the Penguins deserve every amount of um, every amount of this because they uh, made un, like uninfor like in, unenforced errors by getting this player and uh, Eric Branson. And you know what they he, they did? Like he's just why would you go for a hit there and then give McDonough basically a wide open like a wide open lane to shoot the puck and tie the game? It just it does not make any bit of sense to me why he did that. And I just. Oh, it just, it boggles my mind. And then, 
And then, and then Eric Goodbranson, I mean, uh, why is he trying to fight? I think I think it was Maroon in the game. I think he, he like, mistaken Maroon. And Maroon didn't want to fight you, man. I think he was, he lost his glove. I mean, like, he, I think he, like, lost his stick or something or his glove. And, and Goodbranson dropped the gloves and he got a penalty. It's like, oh, my God. And, and, and then they're icing them at the same time on the same pairing. It's like, you deserve every negative result that you get if you keep icing this pairing. And don't get me wrong. I love Mike Sullivan. I think he's a top five coach in hockey. What he's done so far with the roster this year with the injuries is nothing short of remarkable. They're still 6-5. and five. They're over 500. They face a bad Dallas Stars team on, uh, I think it's tomorrow night. That I mean, is not good to say the least. They've had a really bad season. But, I mean, man, you got to stop icing these guys like that much minutes. You can't. You cannot have Jack Johnson, Eric and Branson have especially Josh Johnson have more minutes than Chris Lane, and Eric Branson have almost as many minutes as Chris Letang does. Like that is that is unacceptable and an insult to just how good Chris Letang is. It's just it 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 boggles my mind, man. I just I don't get it. And then on the on the the power play goal, um, with a minute with a minute left, of course, they're like the lightning are cycling it. Jack Johnson's basically just screening Jari in front. Jari can't even see the puck. It was a rolling puck. Um, off of um, Headman that went in. I, I don't think really Jari had too much of a chance on that. Like I said, played a brilliant game. He did not deserve to lose that game. Um, he, he he looked like he was frustrated after that. Johnson just standing there, not even getting a man. It's like, what are you doing, man? What is your purpose on the penalty kill? And I know I've said. I mean, I'm part of the opinion that I think most players can pee on the PK. I don't think it's some selective skill that a player needs to have. Oh, congratulations! You can block a shot. Congratulations, you can clear the puck. Like there is, I don't think there's such thing as a PK specialist in this league. You play players out there that are fast, that can get the puck, just dump, just get it out of the zone. You don't need a slow pylon like Johnson in there, who like blocks the occasional shot, but is so slow at like just doing everything else, including like just guarding um, a player on the ice. It just, I don't know what he's doing there. He had such a bad game. Um, and it was almost as bad as that game against Vegas where he went around the net and literally made his own 2 on oh, It was it was nuts. I know, I know I sound like a broken record, but man, just watching that back made me so mad uh, again that, that he's on this team still. Uh, it, it just it makes you want to like, it just makes you want to just like not watch them sometimes because he's so bad. I mean, of course... You know, we'll, we'll all still keep watching because I mean, Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin, Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Jake Ensel. But um, yeah, that's a game I think the Penguins should have at least had a point. That would have been such a monster point against a really stacked Lightning team. They played them hard. They played them tough. I know they gave up a lot of shots, but man, that's just a frustrating loss uh, because the, I think the Penguins almost had that. And yeah, that that just that that sucks. But let's get back to the, some of the positive here. Um, yeah, like I said, keep Simone on the top line. Uh, I've already said it on this podcast already. That play to Crosby was sensational. Um, he's going to have that kind of season where he scores like 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 eight goals and like 30 assists and people are still going to be mad. But, you know, he deserves his place on there. That pass is evidence as to why. Um, um, I know people were like a little mad. Like, oh, well, he missed that chance against uh, Florida. But you know what? He, Literally, Anton Strawman blocked the shot with his stick. It hit his stick, fellas. Like it, like I know it looked like an empty net, but it hit Strawman's stick. It was a really nice play by him. Though. People just see what they want to believe. I don't understand, but um, Sidney Crosby, like, oh, jeez, man, he, he's that pass was whoo, that was gorgeous to Gansel, who is like I said on fire uh, to start the season. 
He's going to make a pace for 45 to 50 goals this season, and I cannot wait to see the reaction if we get another 50-goal scorer in this league. Um, someone else needs to try to, you know, compete with Alex Ovechkin. I mean, probably won't be it. Probably, you know, I mean, no one probably will, considering Ovechkin is probably the greatest goal scorer to ever live. I mean, I, I know I say that as a Penguins fan, but also a hockey fan who uh, has a lot of respect for him as a player. Greatest goal scorer of all time. I don't really think that's up, up for much debate. But, yeah, that was just a very, just a frustrating loss for Pittsburgh, man. Ah, oh, I, I, I'm just watching the game back. I saw some of the chances that they missed, and it was just like, ah. Uh, but you know what? They'll be back in action uh, tomorrow night against the Stars. Uh, so, yeah, for the last time, I guess we'll preview that game a little bit. The Penguins, of course, uh, beat Dallas last week in Pittsburgh. And, yeah, man, the, the Stars are off to a really, 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 really bad start to this season. Um, um, they, they actually finally got a win, but still in their first 11 games, they've lost 8 of 11. Uh, I think the betting for the first coach high, uh, fired has got to be uh, Jim Montgomery. Uh, he's up there for sure. I know... Uh, um, who am I blanking on the Devils, uh, their head coach? Um, oh my God. Coach in Wilkes-Barre. Uh, I can't believe I'm blanking on that right now. It'll come back to me. But uh, yeah, the Stars, they got a win against lowly Ottawa on uh, Monday. Uh, two, two to one, of course. The Senators are just, just at, if not, they're way worse, honestly, than the Stars. They lost seven of their first eight games. But um, yeah, the Stars have just had a really bad start to the season. Um uh, Rupa, uh, Rupa Hintz, though, he, he's been on fire. He I think he had like five goals uh, after the, the Penguins game. He's been their best player. and They need Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan and Alexander Radulov and especially Joe Pavelski to start stepping up. Um, they signed Pavelski to that big contract over the offseason, just a short-term deal, but they gave him a ton of cash. He finally got a goal last night. That's big for the Stars. And, and if they're going, like I said, if they're going to turn this around, you know, they need the big guns to, you know, to carry them because, uh, they have a bit of depth. They have a little bit of depth. Maybe a little more than last year, but they're still really reliant on their top players. Um, John Klingberg is is he's awesome. He had a goal in that game in Pittsburgh. He's one of the most one of the best defensemen in the league. Uh, I think Corey Perry also since then had notched his first goal in a uh, Stars uniform. And um, one player that I really, really, really like for the Stars um, is uh, Miro Heiskanen. That that guy is is a baller, man. He is. He is going to be so good in, in the next couple seasons. Uh, I, I love watching him on the ice. I love the offensive instinct that he has, the way he plays in his own zone. Um, they need to play him with Klingberg a lot because those are their two best defensemen. Uh, you can't put S.L. Lindell up there. I mean, come on. I mean, Jamie Alexiak, of course. Uh, Jamie Alexiak, excuse me, former Penguin. He's uh, He's got a bit better. Um, I'll be curious to see who starts this game. Um for the uh, the Stars, uh, Hudobin started it um, last time for the Stars and the Penguins. I got a few goals on him. He was playing really well. Until, and that was the game, of course, where Chris Letang had that disgustingly sick goal uh, around two Stars defenders. And he just, he beat them. Uh, he, he just, that was shades of 2016 Game 6 against San Jose. I've said that so many times. And um, I'm probably going to keep saying that until the day I die. But... Um, Kudoman, he, he had, he was really good against the Senators on Monday, a 950 save percentage only, but only the Stars only allowed, uh, 20, uh, shots on goal by the Senators. Uh, that just speaks to how, also how bad the Senators are. Um, their, their only goal was by Vladislav Nemestikov, who came over from the New York Rangers in a trade. Um, the Stars actually played tonight 
against uh, the Anaheim Ducks at home. That'll be a really interesting game. So this is actually a four-game homestand for the Stars. Uh, of course, after this game, they'll play Pittsburgh on Saturday. Actually, no, the game is on Saturday. Um, did I say keep saying it was on Friday? Whoops, yeah, the game is on Saturday. Then they'll play Tuesday against the Minnesota Wild, who are also very bad. I would not be surprised if Bruce Boudreaux gets out of there pretty quick. I saw some reports about... Um, uh, Billy Garen potentially making some trades in his first year there. So we'll see about that. But, yeah, the Stars, uh, this is a very winnable game for the Penguins. I'd expect Matt Murray to start it. Um, this is not a back-to-back -back situation, thankfully. Um, so they can have a day off the next day. And the game after that for Pittsburgh, after they come home, uh, will be against uh, the in-state Philadelphia Flyers, who are off to an okay start. And then, of course, and then they'll actually have a, a four-day break, and, and then they play the Edmonton Oilers to uh, kick off their November slate before going to Boston and New York uh, later in the month. I'm not going to dive into the schedule here. Uh, they actually, uh, well, I'm, now that I'm looking at it, they play on my birthday, November 15th. I'll be 22 that day. They play the New Jersey Devils. But... Um, yeah, like I said, winnable game for the Penguins. This is a really big game to get back on track, get to 7-5 and five on the season. They really needed that point against Tampa. They were so close to getting it. Tristan Jari, he definitely, um, uh, just to wrap things up, he definitely belongs here, I think, folks. Um, this is a player, this is a goalie that I think is unseated, Casey DeSmith. You can see why, especially winning the backup job. But now that you've seen him play in a couple games, uh, he definitely deserves this position right now. Um, <clears throat> I know, small sample size. He may have some bad games, but you know what? Right now, he's definitely showing that he's a very capable backup goaltender in this league. And uh, I'm sure he'll be getting more starts on back-to-backs. They will, um, excuse me, they won't have to ride Matt Murray um, to, the, uh, to the grave uh, on every start. So, yeah, I think that wraps up this episode of Locked on Penguins. Um, always be sure to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Um, I know I probably complained a lot about Jack Johnson this episode, but that that really that really set me off a little bit last night. That was really annoying, but um, we'll see. You know, he probably won't play any better going forward. But um, thank you guys so much for listening, folks.